Hey, I'm Toby. And I'm Larry. Welcome to How Does That Sound? Finally, yeah, we're finally doing the podcast. How long have we been talking about doing the podcast? I would say a year. Two years? Yeah, I think we've spoken about it for a minute. But... Oh, oh, that says six months. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than six months. I mean, I don't like what, what was the conversation like two years ago? Just, just... Okay, I wouldn't necessarily say it was like the direction of podcast but it was more of like you know doing something together so maybe like youtube there was just something of what would be nice to do something together but yeah i guess maybe you're right about six months ago maybe a year podcast came into the picture of or maybe a podcast and like three years ago i'm trying to think of things that we talked about doing together yeah i i, I think i can remember maybe the idea of having like a conversation style series or something. I can't remember what format we wanted it to be in, but but no, like I know this 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 particular idea of the podcast, yeah, I think it was earlier this year. I think it was just like a random idea. I wasn't sure exactly if it was something we were serious about. But I mean it's been serious for me. Yeah, no, because it was mostly your idea. So yeah. I think it took me a while to come around to it and what matters is that we're doing it now? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't see it as anything different from what the black conversations we have on a daily basis. You know, I think this is, oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is just a, an extension of the conversation that we, we have. Although we want this podcast, this series to be more about our careers. Pretty much trying to teach each other about what we actually do because we come from different like different disciplines when it comes to our careers. And I'll be honest in saying that I don't understand what to do, which is fashion styling. Because <laughs> because to me, why does anyone need a fashion stylist when they can literally just open their wardrobe and wear the first thing they see. <laughs> Why do you ask me, do you look good? What you're wearing, like, is it looking nice? Like, does it work? Well, like, because I can't see myself and because we don't have, like, a, you know, in our house at the moment, we don't have, like, a, like, a full mirror. You have, like, mirrors that can show you up to, like, your belt, your waist level. Okay, so... So, I need someone that can tell me where I look from top to bottom. We're going to IKEA tomorrow. I care too much to get the mirror. <laughs> a full length mirror. And then we'll do a test and see if you still ask me how does this look. But is that what your fashion stylist does? I mean is that what you do? Like not in that way, but like a bit of it, right? Like to guide people. Okay, first of all, we've said so many things, right? So we're doing this so that 
we can navigate each other's career path where everyone does. Maybe we should introduce what we actually did. So you're a fashion stylist. Yeah. I'm a writer. And author. You feel like you know more about writing than I do about fashion styling. Yep. Do you write? I I write. I don't know if my writing is considered. I mean, as long as it's, it's yeah, I have a blog. People read it. Okay, yeah, I can see that. So, but I still need you in that sense because I'm not as I don't think I'm I'm a very I'm a good writer as you are. So this is where I guess all this discussion comes in because I need him. He needs me and. Oh, thank you for calling me a good writer. I don't know what humility you're playing here, but talking <laughs> to me. I feel honored to recognize as such. Anyways, but, but no, but like, I think that. So, I told someone this recently that writing is a weird skill because everybody thinks they can do it, but only some people can actually do it right. I, I think that because like writing is an essential skill. Like from if you if you if you're educated at a certain level, you probably know how to write to a certain level. So everyone understand like the basics of writing. You know how to like complete a sentence on paper, or write a paragraph, or mm-hmm. write like an essay from top to bottom, a letter. It's like most people can write. I guess what we're talking about more is more like maybe fiction, even non-fiction, marketing writing too, because I do some of that too. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about writing here, right? So like the advanced. I mean, everyone was told to. I'm sure. Not necessarily advanced. It's just a different style. But yeah, but no, I get where you're coming from. Like everyone can write. I'm sure most people, like I, I don't know. Let me speak for myself. But like in high school, in secondary school, yeah. we were always told to write comprehension. Like, how was your holiday? What did you do during your holiday? Like that was where I started having to write, mm-hmm. but I don't think I ever perfected that. So I guess you're right in that sense. Um, I would say if it's like in the same, okay, let's move this to like fashion. In yeah. fashion, right? Like, I guess everyone knows the basics of like what to wear. Um, and to be honest, I think people, it's very easy for people to know what they like, but they just don't think they know it sometimes because they don't have like that guy for Everyone knows the basic of them going out. I might as well just wear pants, shirt, slippers, or sneakers and just go out. Do you get? If I'm getting a dress, I just get my size. Like, I know what size I would wear. So, you know those basics. Okay, I need a, a simple dress. I need this. But then, now we're talking about, like, combining, like, different types of dresses, right? Like, with your body type. And then, oh, I want to... Um, make smart colors. Um, what colors look good on my body, like my color tone, and all that's where I guess it becomes like complex. And why do I have to know all of those things? So it's similar as well. What What question is fashion styling? Because that's why it is specifically fashion styling. So is fashion styling answering the question of what should I wear, as opposed to how do I wear what I have to wear? Which question is fashion styling answering? That's a very interesting so question. So is it, is, it, is, it, is it helping people figure out what to wear? 
helping people figure out how to wear what they have or what they're about to buy or you know i'll go towards how to more but at the same time i think there's a bit of what to wear sometimes okay. like in a sense of like if you're doing like okay so now there are different types of like um fashion styling right some people do like personal shopping like they work more with people like one-on-one some people do celebrity styling there's editorial that's where they do things for like magazines and like like all these vogue yeah all these things like that vogue and the rest and so if you're doing something for like vogue that one you're not necessarily teaching someone how to you're just telling them based on the concept that you have and right? like in editorial styling this is what you should wear it will look good you get for like the theme and what the magazine is trying to like achieve if you're doing celebrity styling most times you're doing that because they have like an event that they will go to. So you're not necessarily teaching them how to wear it, but teaching them what to wear. You're telling them what to wear. Then now when you're working one-on-one with people, then that's where you're coming down to the level of like, how do I wear this? Like helping them discover what looks good on them. Is it just like, what color combination should I use if I'm going for a, a dinner party? Or what, or is it also like, what material should I be wearing? What kind of shoes should I be wearing? Like, how, how complex is that question of how to wear? First of all, like, if you're trying to figure out how to wear something, yeah. you shouldn't do that based on an event or color. It's more, it starts with, like, you as an individual. Like, knowing your body type yeah. like we're all different right i know like we all have different shapes and so starting by identifying what your shape is i think that's where so just reducing it to that level let's start there and then every other thing falls in place it's interesting because i feel like if i if, if i have to wear something the first thing i think of is where am i going to and i try to make sure that what i'm wearing fitting for the place I'm going to. If I'm just going to hang out with someone somewhere, like a friend or something, I'll wear something very casual. If I'm going for like a business occasion of some sort, I want to wear something at least business casual. Um, so at least I look a bit professional. So are you saying that I shouldn't be thinking like that? I shouldn't be thinking about where I'm going to. I should just think about what fits me or what's my based on like my body type and the way I look, okay, maybe not the way I look, the way, the way I am or whatever, the way my physical features are, then I figure out like that should I be my starting point first before I get to the place of where am I going to? I feel like I'm being quizzed, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to understand. That's that exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to understand okay. because I, again, I don't know what fashion style is to do. You, I, I, you you know you know what you're doing okay. and so i'm like okay i'm going to learn about what you're doing and that's what this podcast is about it's about also learning what each other does right so yeah. no but no but that what you're saying right meters but i think before okay so if you're telling me that when you're going out that's how you think right my first guess would be you already know the things that you like okay so using you now as an example you like your comfort so 
you don't necessarily go for more than certain things. So when you're going out, it makes sense if you just jump to, okay, I'm going, I'm going to see a friend. I just want to wear shorts and a shirt because I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Do you get? And then I'm going here, okay. But even if you, but the problem is like, even if you're going to like a business casual, you still want your comfort. Yeah, because I'm not going to wear a suit. Yeah, so you know. I don't think I've worn a suit since I was in high school. Maybe it's your high school that's cost it. <laughs> yeah, I think they made me wear a suit for too long. And after after high school, I'm like, I'm done with this. Also, the same thing with tie. Um, tie, especially the ones that you have all the way to, like, to the last button of your imagine collar. imagine you with a bow tie. Yeah, no. No, no. That's never happening. I don't, under- I don't understand the point so of suit and ties. So we must get you tires if I tie you. I actually don't understand the point of suit and ties. What is the point of choking yourself? You're not choking yourself. You are, you are very close to it. You must all just like tighten it a bit. Okay. And this die. is not what we're Because, <laughs> like, why do we wear clothes that are... Uh, like but you know it's funny how you're saying that because today I I was looking at a a fashion stylist and she was talking about how she does not when she's dressing up like for her own personal self she doesn't care about comfort as long as she looks good so that means she's we- willing to wear because to be honest there's some like stilettos like some heels that they are beautiful but they're very uncomfortable. So she's I, I, I assumed wear, all of them were uncomfortable. No, some are actually not that bad, um, to be honest. But she's willing to wear something that's very that will hurt her legs just because she looks good. So to you, it sounds like why am I choking myself? But then to be honest, it looks very good on some people, like their body, like choked and all that, like their body shape. So back to it, it's just basically if you know, so if you're going to think before you think about. Where am I going? The first thing is that, what do I like? And then you build your your wardrobe with the things that you really like. And so now when you're going out, because I also think about where am I going to. But then whatever I'm wearing, yeah. It's not the first thing. It's not the first thing, yeah. But whatever I'm wearing is because I know that I already have things in my closet that when anybody sees me outside, they'll know that that's Larry's. Yeah, the problem is the good or the, or the, not a problem. The good thing is that I only have so many places that I actually want to go to and I actually end up going to. So to be honest, I don't have to think about that. I don't have to think about that question very often because most times wherever I'm going is the same thing I could wear in my house. So I don't think you should be saying this like that. I I I think is the truth because. I think it makes the choice easier for me because most places I go to, whatever I'm wearing there, I can probably wear it to my house. Yeah. So that means you wear nice clothes. Like, you wear, you that two things. Either you look really good staying at home, or when people see you staying at home, you look. No, what I mean, like, opposite. I'm always wearing a shirt and, and trousers, or a shirt and shorts. And, like, it's, obviously, I don't wear sneakers in my house, but it's just a shirt and trouser. There's nothing complicated about it. It's the same start thing. A project operation, save to be inspiration. So, so, who are we saving it for? Because I feel like I'm very saved with with, with the level of. For me. 
thank you. So, okay. Yeah. So now you tell us why do we have to? Why do we have to? Like, what? Why is this so important? Like, why do you guys? Like, okay, I'll use the example. When I write, sometimes and I need Toby to edit. I feel like why can't Toby is done editing? I feel like I can't speak English. Why? Because you removed half of everything that I thought made sense, and then words that don't come. I would say they don't come to me naturally, but like when I'm writing, like I'm like, oh, I should write them in like the simplest terms, but then you come and like you change the word sometimes, but then when I read it, it makes more sense. And I'm like, well, why did I think about this word? I mean, I think it's like the same thing you're saying about, or when you ask me why I ask you, how do I look? I guess. I guess it's probably the same thing because you always need a second, second pair of eyes to look at, I look at, see, help you figure out if like what you're wearing makes sense. And for writing or for editing specifically, People think of editing as like subtraction. It's actually multiplication. So it's not like it's not it's not like the editor it's is like removing. Math, right? No, no, no. Like mm-hmm. people think of it. Oh, okay. The editor scratched this, scratched that, took this out, um, replacing with that. Is they think as they think like they're reducing their work. Yeah, or they're taking away from something that they've written, right? But it's actually that they're trying to amplify it, trying to make sure that the messages sound. Make sure that it's coherent, like it, it it flows well. There isn't the right words, so. So when you're writing or when you're editing, like what goes on in your your mind? Like, are you thinking of as the writer or are you thinking as the audience? Thinking as myself, but I'm thinking of myself as myself with the reader in mind. I always have to think about who I'm writing to and how they will consume the message in the writing like if i'm writing like a, a book for example like and i know it's okay it's a psychological thriller and so i know people with psychological thrillers um they like the thrill of not knowing what's really happening they're just drawn to the idea of guessing guessing what's going on without actually getting like full information about what is actually going on so they try to guess Oh, this guy is the person who is the who is killing people. Or this guy is the person who um who is the real uh, antagonist or something. So I have to like write in a way that eyes the truth, so that those readers can enjoy the experience of having to guess what the truth is until they, until they get to a certain point. That's kind of like how I approach writing in some sense. So when I'm writing. I write like I'm talking, and I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, it's still like I can see your work. I'm like, oh, that's Toby's work. But at the same time, it's still so good and it's well put together. The story, like now, some people when they're um, talking, it's like you can't feel like they're yelling at you, like truly writing. <laughs> but then, how do you try to like remove all those things? Oh, you mean how do you? Together? I think I get what I was trying to say. How do you create a voice in your writing that not necessarily your voice is, but it's a voice that. You know the the reader will be drawn to something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I get what you're saying. This, well, this is the second time you called me a good writer, so thank you. Like I feel I'm very honored to be a good writer. I love you. I've been trying to be a good writer for a long time, so thank you for. Anyways, but no, for like, for 
for for creating a voice, obviously, I think it probably takes time. takes 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 a while to really like figure out what what your writing voice is or what what voice your readers want to um wants want to read. I actually just imagine myself as a narrator most times. Then I'm writing like if this is we're talking about writing like stories here, right? Like yeah, fiction. Like yeah, like I just imagine myself as a narrator and if if I'm narrating a story to a child, for example, I want to like do it to a certain level of enthusiasm. I, I want to make the child interested. So I have to like use the right tones, um, use the right words, use the right exclamations and stuff like that so that the child is able to like understand what reactions or get a sense of like what's going on from my narration, right? So if you just think about that and just repeat that same process that a narrator would go through when trying to like narrate a child, right? Repeat that in your writing and be like, okay, I'm writing to a specific group of people and I want them to understand nuances at different points um, of, the, of the book or of the story. And so everything I write would build up to a certain point so they can feel like the build up as they're reading it, you know. So I would try to write in, with, with a certain sense of like suspense or mystery um, and I would be as... Yeah, I'll just be as mysterious, so to speak, as much as possible, leading up to a certain point. And then when I get to a certain point, I, I, I reveal something, but I keep something else, and then I do it all over again. Um, so I think in that process of you know knowing how you're leading your audience or your readers um, to get certain reactions out of them, I think that's where the voice begins to like reveal itself as you're writing. But like I said, I think it's something that takes time. It takes like you writing a few stories or I'm putting it out and seeing how people react to it and understanding that's I think that's how you understand like what voice you should be using. So it takes time definitely. That's what I think. Wait, are you asking me this question because you want to use it? Are you asking me because you never know. I'm just telling you I'm using your book next year. Yo, if it is a book, make money for us. It'll be good for our family. That's what I that's what that matters. You Thank won't you. call me a good writer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see the book first. Let the book come out first. Wow. But and I'll be the best. But you're a good, you. you're a good fashion stylist, <laughs> which Thank is what you matters. Too. Like you're not. I I don't know if you're trying to be a good writer. No, I. But you're I a good mean, fashion I stylist. I should not write, but yeah, not. I don't know if I'm writing a book. I'm not chasing after like writing a book, but yeah. But but uh, but. For someone like me, who has no idea what fashion styling is, and I don't know if I need a fashion stylist, why why should I come to someone like you? So you know how, like the last thing you said, where you said um, the last thing you said about it takes time to um build your voice. Yeah. Well, I think if I flip that, it takes time to actually build up like your closet into your dream closet like so now you for example i know you're always like you want everything to be black like neutral colors you don't want like like you don't like too much colors right and so if you're coming to me or that i don't i'm just basic why do i need a fashion stylist it would be that okay i know 
like this is what I want. I know, but then now how do I get those things? And then, for, now this is me using you, for example. You don't really care about, like, I'm sure the whole process of shopping will probably annoy you. You get like, why do I have to waste so much time? You get yeah, shopping, especially in person shopping. In, yeah, not as they are in person shopping. Why do I have to? Waste? So yeah, you're willing to, to pay someone to like make that process easy for you. So it's like I I just want certain colors now. I just want you to direct me to the places where I can get these things that I like. So do I come to you if I if I have like any session? I think about events, but if I have like something coming up maybe you have to attend the wedding is that when i should be coming to you okay i'm not sure what to wear at the guest to this wedding maybe you can guide me on what i should be wearing or should i come to you more for like okay i just don't know what should be my wardrobe um maybe i need to like change the style i've been on in the past few years to like modernize my wardrobe or something yeah, so you can come for all of the above that you've mentioned. So, like, you know your style, you know that, okay, typically if I'm invited for a wedding, I shouldn't go looking, like, just wearing black. Like, let's be honest. Like, Why? You, know, you can wear black suits. But, Why like, can't I wear black to wedding? Like, just wear black t-shirts. Is there a rule me. about wearing black to wedding? No, but, like, it's a, I would mean, it's a happy event. Like, wear something. When did black become a sad color? I don't have an answer to that question. I think we need to answer that question. We need okay, to figure let's out... let's check. We need to go back in time and figure out when black became such a sad color because... If you have the answer, please just let us know. Like, please reach out to us and... Yeah, like, please let us know. Like, I feel you No, because why, why, we, wear, we wear black to funerals. How did that become? That's what I'm saying. Like, why are we... I know people... I know... If I want to go in the Bible days, people wear sack sack clothes when when they are mourning or something, or sometimes when they're fasting too, I guess. But I don't think they describe this clothes as black. So I'm I'm actually curious about that. I don't know when black became the color of sadness. Because you know, someone can tell me not to wear black to a wedding. I mean people wear black suits, Could but be nice. then they have like a white shirt like under the suit. But then you if I'm we're, we're talking about Toby, you're probably thinking of t-shirt, a black t-shirt and black pants and black shoes. And you know, but someone maybe the black shoes are white soles, but yeah, I get what you're saying. So, but yeah, but no, so you can come at you can come if you're trying to, if you're just if you're coming for an if you're going for an event and that event is you really want this, like you really want something unique from what you have, you can come to me. If you actually just want, okay, I'm tired, I don't enjoy what I have. And I yeah. want something new. You can come. We can bring some ideas. If you know you're just doing something for a one-time thing, you can come. So literally, there's no rule of like I don't know what I like. What I mean, like some people might like. Honestly, you might be into fashion. You might like looking good, but then you just don't know where to get certain things, right? So I might have an idea of like certain stores or like places that you can go to or creative ways we can go about something so yeah so there's really yeah as i said there's no rule of thumb but you can anyone can come and then we can talk and we'll see if there's something for you i have another question based on what you just said so you said i always have a question i <laughs> I, I i spent some years of i mean i spent some years of my life as a journalist so 
I think there's part of my brain that just has questions every time someone is talking. Anyway, but you said something about good um, to know what's good. Good for what exactly? Is it good for me, or is it good for the people I'm going to see when I go to that place? I'm going to the events. Like, is it like socially good or like personally good? Like, what are we using to like as the criteria? Like, when a t-shirt to a wedding, people will be looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Right? But to me, that's comfortable. So when we're saying good, what do we actually mean? I think we should just ignore to this question. <laughs> I mean, I mean the the goal of like you know, you know, educating people or having to work with people, right? <laughs> in by in listening to everything you're saying, right, and yeah. all the arguments that we have now in like our generation, we should actually people should actually focus on what's good for them. But then it's tricky in the sense that we live also in a society whereby a lot of things are dictated by like culture or like the way it's done. Yeah. It's, but I mean in this in the Western world though it's a bit different. There's really no rule of thumb. But like when you meet those of us that are like coming from like African background and everything, if you're invited for a wedding, you're probably told where a certain color, where Abada, like, yeah. I've never worn an Abada before. I don't think so. I've never owned one. <laughs> it just seems heavy. It seems like. You don't know, I showed close. you. And, and I'm thinking about it now. It doesn't really make much sense. Especially in Nigeria. Like, the weather is not, it's not the cold weather. So, like, multiple dresses. I don't understand. Anyways, that's a different topic. Traditional, yeah, out, see, traditional outfits. If we, if we discuss that, we're going to enter. We'll probably spend oh another hour here. Like yeah, the, so funny, the, 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 the thing about do. traditional outfits is that they're actually really nice, but something like an abada doesn't just make sense <laughs> in right. certain temperatures. But the outfits are actually nice. They're well designed and all that. Let me picture you with it. Well, actually, you look good. I've never seen it. I've never worn like a caftan. I don't know what you guys call it. I call it. Like, I grew up wearing a caftan. Sorry, if you don't I know these think... like native words that and specific to Nigeria, right? For the most part, yeah. But yeah, yeah I think I think I mean it's specific to some African countries too. But yeah, I think I think I've I think I've worn one before. Okay. Not like I'm talking about over over ten years ago. I don't know what I look like in it right now. And my mother probably made me wait. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I don't but... think it was my choice. <laughs> Thank God for her. She always, she always knows what's up. But yeah, but yeah, people should actually wear what's good for them. But that's a whole, that's another topic, another argument as to how things aren't going that direction. But I'm sure we'll talk about it. Okay, it sounds like I have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. And I think we'll get to talk about all of it. After a few weeks, hopefully I'll be able to convince you that like you can do you know you can be fashion i don't even know the words <laughs> i could i could work with a fashion stylist yes you could work i could probably work with a fashion stylist but the fashion stylist have to recommend black clothes that's all so they don't just hire me and pay me so they don't have to plan for someone and pay no no i think let's like let people let other people come and pay so we can enjoy the money you see this is all about the money let's just be honest please <laughs> 
Don't listen to me. No, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about that. But no, but like, I think, I think with, with time and with more education, I understand exactly what I should be asking you for. And I would release my first book. I don't think you really need to release a book to be, to be a good writer. Oh, yeah, because people do go straight. Because even, even in even in what you're doing right now, you're telling the story, you're helping people tell your story through their outfits. That's still storytelling to write through. Well, I think I'll learn more. And when I'm reading books now, I appreciate like the like everything I'm reading. Like I'll yeah. appreciate the effort and like how it come how how the book has come together. Yeah. Through these conversations we're having, hopefully we get to learn more about each other's careers, what we do, and we can share that with people and you know if I think hopefully at some point we would like bring other people on so we can also learn about what they do, have a better understanding and see how, how we can apply one or two things to our own work and life. Um, We're just basically navigating these spaces of figuring out how to be an author, writer and a fashion stylist and we hope we can bring you guys along with us. Yeah. So to wrap up this first episode what's one thing that you can recommend to anyone listening um, going into the next week fashion recommendation by the way since that's your oh, I watch your um, I watch fashion shows um, it's called making the cut but it's on prime um, and I think it's it's very interesting they've done like three seasons um, there's a third season and then it's, there's season one season two but I was watching it recently and what stood out for me was like if you actually watch it like anyone who actually watches it would actually see the effort that goes into creating the clothes we wear. It's not as easy as it sounds, like there's a lot that goes into it. So although it's like a game show like like okay yeah, competition, competition, sorry. Yeah. Like designers coming together. But I think it would be nice. So yeah. You can check that out and let Where me know done? if you Prime, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah, let me know if you enjoy it and who you're rooting for to win. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's fashion recommendation. My and I've made Toby actually start watching with me. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen you watch a couple of episodes. It's very interesting. They it just makes them look very dramatic when they're figuring out what to, what to design and uh, the, uh, what's it called, the, the judges, the judges on all, in this kind of shows are I'm always mean. very, some of them are mean and very unnecessarily mean, like if you don't like the clothes, study them don't like it, you don't have to criticize their personality in the process, anyways, it's a different topic. Yeah, but okay, what's your recommendation? My recommendation, read anything and everything that Dan Brown, the author, has written, and your life will be much, much better. I don't think so. I think so. I think my life hasn't been the same <laughs> since I read a Dan Brown book. It changed, it changed my life. No, <laughs> Okay, well, it made me a better writer. Um, so yeah, no, like if anyone is interested in, in 
a good story and you're not sure what to add to your library or your bookshelf, just read a Dan Brown book. It's, they're all fun to read. Is there a specific one? Mm, no, that I, like, that I think is best. Mm. I think they're actually all equally good. You can read Angels and Demons, you can read... Angels? No. Da Vinci Code is another one. You could read Inferno. Um, Origin. Origin, yeah, you could read... Yeah, you, yeah, just pick anyone. You know, when I, when I was growing up, that Da Vinci Code, I've heard so many, so many things about it. That I'm a child of... <laughs> And he told us as children of God we should not be watching anything. Well, good thing you don't have to watch it, you can read it. But. <laughs> so. I think we're done with you today. <laughs> I don't know if the same spirits flow through a book, like movies. So. You get it. the point to me. <laughs> no, I don't get the point. It's a good book, um, enjoyable read. I mean, if you don't want to read that video, you can read any other Dan Brown book. Yeah, that's my recommendation. And with that, we wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week, hopefully. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.